baby, baby. Oh, yeah. Right, we're rocking and rolling. Hello and welcome to the Potter Vision Podcast, the podcast where every week uh, myself, Lucas McKirkie, and this man here, Tommy McLaurie, look at a chapter of the Harry Potter books and discuss them. Tom, we're in Edinburgh this week. How are you? I'm good, Mr. Kirkby. How are you? Are you having a good time while you've been here? I have been having a great time. We've been doing our show, a brand new show based on the Chamber of Secrets. And I think it's going well. I don't know what you think. That's right. People have been turning up and they've been laughing at us. Uh, nothing to do with the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been a pleasure. <laughs> Did we fool you, listeners? Did you think I was Lucas McKirky? Did you think he was Tommy McLaurie? It's Pottervision, the podcast, but we are in Scotland, aren't we? And we're here doing episode 119. 119. Chapter 24 of Bingo. Book 5. Oh, Clemency. How do you say it? I don't. You don't? It's not a real thing. No. <laughs> Never comes up. Mm. Mm. Some treacle toffee here. Mm, treacle toffee. Well, you've just treated me to a lovely crunchy, mm. which is not a thing I would have eaten as a child. I don't. I think I was a bit averse to the honeycomb taste, mm-hmm. but now I revel in it. Oh yeah, tell me more. Yeah, not to mention a rival chocolate company, but it's very nice and it's quite a sensation on the uh, the tongue, isn't it? The fizz of the honeycomb centre. Mm, tell me more. Ah, it's just very nice. You go, you have the initial little chew of the chocolate, then the crunch of the biscuit, and then the fizzle of the honeycomb. It's marvellous. Yeah. I went to a Morrison's by me. Oh, yeah. And they had a whole assortment of Nana's sweets. Oh, lovely. So I grabbed myself a big bag of treacle toffee. <laughs> I, I hope that was the sign on the aisle. Nana's sweets. We've got treacle toffee. We've got lemon sherbets. We've got... Bassett's mixed licorice all sorts. Oh, how's your accommodation? It is lovely. It's very nice. I'm staying with uh, an Airbnb in a lady's house, and she's very nice. And she's got a, a lovely little cat who is very friendly as a well. A wee pussy. She has, uh, <laughs> yes, she's got a cat. She's got a wee pussy. Yeah. Um, we've been laughing for the past few days because many a Scottish town or city has mm. like one syllable followed by one syllable, like two syllables with an E at the end. Like everywhere's called like Dunkoogie or Bill Woogie. Kill Kenny. Kill Kenny. Kill Gary. Um, Kill Baby. Kill Bernie. Yeah. Is that one? I don't know. Cut Coldy. That's what yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now we've got a game where we make one up and the other one has to say that is not a place. Yeah. So I'll go, um, I'm from Wet Poppy. You are not from Wet Poppy. <laughs> I'm from Butt Mucky. You are not from Butt Mucky. There's no such place. And that continues for about an hour. Oh my God. We And it gets to the point where you get as crass as you can possibly be. Yeah. I'm from Wet Fanny. You are not from Wet Fanny. <laughs> it's a very fun game, and we hope that you start to play it at home. Yeah? I'm, yeah. Fr- I'm from Kill Doggy. There is no Kill Doggy. <laughs> and I'm worried about you now. Nope. Yeah. I'm from Bad Daddy. You are not from Bag Daddy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> no one is from Baghdadi. No, I said Baghdad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you spoke to any Scots while you've been here. I must have done. It's so funny, you come to the Edinburgh Fringe and nobody you talk to is local. They're all, uh, you know, people who've come to do the Fringe as well. Well, the lady I'm staying with is Scottish. I've spoken to her. People in the shops. Hey, but I met a guy... Flyering yesterday, mm. who is from Würzburg in Germany, which is about an hour away from where me and Martina live. And I had a good old chat with him in Germany, he's doing a show. What's he doing? Comedy. A German doing comedy? A German doing comedy? Yeah, but he was a very nice man. And yeah, he was flyering, but it was cool to meet somebody. Why would he not be? I've never heard of a single 
bad German. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. But what did I want to say to you? Yeah. It's nice being back. We are in this dingy cellar room, aren't we? This basement mm. main room for our show. And it's I think it's the best room we've ever had. It is perfect. There are chains hanging from the ceiling, dripping water onto the seats. But it, it creates the Hogwarts atmosphere. It's fantastic. I yeah. absolutely love it. Um, and we enter the stage by walking down some stone steps. It's mm, great. It's brilliant. <laughs> this people have said this is the funniest show we've ever done. One person said that to me. Has anyone else said that to you? No, no. <laughs> yeah, one person said they came to see the show a couple of years ago, and they thought that the show we did was better. But we're really enjoying doing the new show, aren't we? We've reused a couple bits to keep it punchy. Yeah. But it's mostly new. Yeah. But what's nice is, because when you do new stuff, you want to stick in a few old bits you've got, like, stuff to fall back on. But now, I feel like the new bits, now we've tightened them up a bit, are actually at the same level as the the old bits. Oh. They get just as good laughs, if not better, actually. Mm. There's a funny bit where we we get all the Weasleys up. Oh, Brilliant, this. It's good. And Tom likes it because he gets to sit down. First day, Lucas gets forward and he remembers up to be the Weasleys. I walk off stage, just sit in the audience. And it takes a while. Lucas mm. getting people up, got to put props on them, get them on stage. Finally gets going, he's doing it. Big laughs, brilliant. After the show, I say, Lucas, Weasleys were fantastic. I go, could do with being a bit quicker. He goes, you could help. <laughs> I'm there, I have to play the sound cue, go and get the audience members, put wigs and costumes on them. He sat there with his hands behind his head watching. <laughs> ah, this is the life for me. Ah, this is the life. <laughs> I've got a knotted hanky on my head and I've got <laughs> mash and uh, sausages on my knees yeah. on a plate. Oh, lovely. Um, yeah, but now, you know, it's a well-oiled machine, but there's a funny bit because we play a game where we say, oh, the, these are my twin brothers, and they always say the same thing at the same time. And then I ask them, what's their favourite colour? What have they had for their dinner? And then the last question is, um, who do you fancy at Hogwarts? Right. And the day before yesterday, I go, who do you fancy at Hogwarts? This boy, forgetting that he's Fred Weasley... He goes, Ginny Weasley. And then he realised and claps his hand to his mouth. Oh. And then we took the piss out of him for the rest of the show, didn't we? Brilliant. Best show I've done. He likes to keep it in the family. Mm. Dirty Twinny. Mm. You are not from Dirty Twinny. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah. And that was brilliant because... Um, and when I was Aragog... You said, are you the monster of Hogwarts? I go, no, the real monster of Hogwarts is Fred Weasley. What <laughs> to point at him. Oh, how they laughed in the audience. Mm. Yeah. Hey, I've got a story I've got to tell you. <laughs> Did I tell you that my dad got in trouble with eBay? No, why? So, my dad, as you may or may not know, likes to buy and sell CDs on eBay. Mm -hmm. So often he'll buy a big box of See, like 50 CDs from Japan or something, and then he'll sell them all individually and make a profit. Something to do. It's something to do in his retirement, right? But he got in trouble because he bought uh, a Lana Del Rey album, right, and tried to sell it. But the cover of this album, Lana Del Rey has got her bare breast out. And he didn't censor it. And he didn't censor it, right? And so they told him off because he didn't put, like, a warning on it or he didn't censor it. And he was like... And they were like, well, because it's your first offence, we'll let you off, we won't ban you, but you need to uh, put it back on um, with with it being censored. Someone must have flagged that. I know. Well, I thought that. Someone must have seen it and gone, oh, don't want to see Lana Del Rey's breast on eBay. And if you don't know what a breast is, yeah, it's a mass of muscle... Tissue skin, yeah, that appears on a man, mostly women's chests, yeah, um, and it has a nipple on the end of it. And a nipple is yeah. a circle, which uh, I don't know, it's an areola with bumps on it. <laughs> with a, it's got a different shade of uh, color to the rest of the breast generally. Yeah. Sometimes not. Yeah, so that's a breast. If you didn't know, you are. Thank you so much for explaining that. So we had to find a sticker. To put over the nipple of 
Lana Del Rey, right? But he could only find one sticker, and I wanted to show you what he put on eBay. <laughs> you gotta send me that. <laughs> For those of you at home, take a look at that. He used a Tom Lawrenson sticker <laughs> to cover up Lana Del Rey's nipple. Isn't that nice? There, there you go. go. I knew you'd like that. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my story. Mm. Yeah. It's funny these updates because um, we've just been in each other's company, haven't we? So we've not got much to tell each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but we could tell them how I insulted that woman the other day. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Go and tell that story. So, we've been doing Murder, Inc., the improvised murder mystery. I've not been doing that. Oh, I have. And um, there's a show after our show, and it's called Lucy's Dirty Laundry. <laughs> right. So, we'd finished Murder, Inc., and we were waiting outside with a suitcase for someone else to turn in, and then... Jade was stood next to her, he was in Murder, Inc. And this woman thinks she recognises her from this show. And she's probably in her 50s, this woman, very uh, well-spoken. She goes, excuse me, are you Lucy's dirty laundry? And I turned to her aggressively as a joke, and I went, how dare you? And she didn't find it funny, she was scared, I think. <laughs> she was a bit shocked. She didn't know what to say. Well, she's doing... Unfortunately, the humour's lost on her that you were doing a, I don't know, impromptu sketch. Yeah. Where you were assuming the woman was accusing Jade. Yeah. Of saying she, I don't know, lives in dirty laundry or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was lost on her. Come on, we're in a sketch. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Um, I love that story. It made me laugh a lot. Very good. What else have we been laughing at? It's so nice this year. They just... It brilliant. A lot of the time when you come to the fringe, you can be left in a room and you have to like use it with like the different acts. Yeah. And they just bother you. Yeah. This year it's just fantastic. Like you do your show. Yeah. You get out of there. The acts before are fine. Yeah. The acts after are lovely. Venue's nice. Yeah. They just yeah, they just let you get on with it. Sometimes they can be a bit interfering, can't they? Or people can complain about things. But mm. everyone's really lovely, respectful, and it's chilled out. Today's our day off, um, yeah. doing hot pot vision. Because last year, I remember Mondays being deadly quiet. Yeah. So we thought, let's have Mondays off this year. Just uh, oh, might be a nicer experience. And then you know, the people who wanted to come on Monday and come on Tuesday because they're yeah. probably locals anyway. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Go, mum. Come on. Yeah, just come on Tuesday or Sunday. Come on Tuesday. And we meant to record the podcast yesterday, right? Lucas rocks up here. I've got microphone set out, camera, correct? Yeah, True he's calls. right. Yeah. Sat down, correct? Yeah. I go, should we record? Correct? Yeah. You say no, correct? Yeah. Full stop. Right, that is so not that's the why end of the that's, story. That's why the podcast is out late. No, no, no. Everything was correct up until that point. I get my notes out and Tom goes, What? <laughs> We're not doing double vision today, where we talk about the shows we've been to see. I said, no, the normal podcast is supposed to be out tomorrow. And he goes, oh, well, we'll just talk instead. I did, yeah. I said, well, do you know what? I think a lot of these people that listen to the podcast rely on us for their Monday morning commute. You know what I mean? People might be so sad that yeah. we're the only light in their lives and yeah. you said fuck that <laughs> people want to hear the 20 minutes of harry potter discussion at the end i go are you sure brother i think that can wait he goes no and also you got here dead late as well yeah i did actually so, i will admit that so after being here for half an hour you went well we've got to go to the show <laughs> so i don't know how we were going to record a whole podcast we'd have done it <laughs> what carried on recording in the car yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I think we're already off to an absolute cracking episode today. You're like when um, someone's just looking for an excuse to like break up with someone and they come home and they're like, oh, what can I say? What can I say? And he's like, you know, what's this crisp packet doing here? Right, that's it. You're out. <laughs> well, you put that there. No, I didn't. He's mad. I've spent like an hour and a half preparing the episode. Come here and he's not ready. An hour and a half. Yeah. What? 
I do feel relaxed today. I had a nice shower, washed yeah. my hair, put on new clothes, all clean. Oh, lovely. that's good. Yeah. I had a lovely relaxing bath this morning and a bit of a chill out. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it, having a bit of a chill? We both got shows tonight, haven't we? But it's nice to have the morning off. Oh, you made me laugh as well the other day. So, a TikTok personality turned up... I met, I met like a famous TikTok person. There's this girl called Zoe Bread. Yeah, and she's yeah. like a blogger. What are you doing? Sorry. <laughs> I just got distracted by the zip of my bag. She's, called, she's like a blogger who doesn't show her face, who kind of makes a video a day and goes and does stuff all around the country. He, so I'm um, telling Luke, I go, uh, I'm meeting Zoe Bread today. He goes, who the hell <laughs> is Zoe Bread? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I tell him what she does. And then later on I go, oh yeah, last night I was having a drink with uh, Freya Mallard. And he goes, you're making these names up. <laughs> Zoe Bread, Freya Mallard. He goes, next you'll tell me you're going for a meal with Donald Duck. (laughs) (laughs) And all these cartoon animal names. (laughs) Danny Teaspoon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yesterday we do Potter Vision. And I go, right, what do you want to do now? He goes, well, I could take you along to this show if you want. It's four TikTokers who are doing stand-up for the first time. So I go, all right, that could be fun. I turn up, it's like a TikTok networking conference. Mm. I'm there shaking hands with people, and they're like... I said said to tell people you're my manager. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) People are like, "Uh, what do you do do on TikTok? I'm like, nothing, I'm not on it. They're like, all right. I was like, but I know him. And pointed at Tom, they're like, all right. That's good. Who's he? Oh, he's a bad one. And then he leaves me with these people, and he goes off to talk to somebody else. I, I did not move anywhere. You got separated. Yeah, we got divided. I looked at you, and you're being whisked away, like yeah, yeah. That's by cattle. You know, like Simba when he can't get. Oh back. yeah. Oh, oh. oh. But I got a. I was lost out on a free drink. Someone offered me a drink, but you oh. know when you're not sure it's going to be free or not. Well, I didn't get a drink. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, do you want a drink?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm all right." And then she went to someone else. Do you want a drink? She went, oh, are you sure? She was like, yeah. I was like, oh, could, could have been free. Yeah, and TikTok would have paid. It wouldn't even come out of someone's account. Uh, after that, I went to a TikTok like networking event. So that was yeah. the show. And then afterwards, went to the Posh's Hotel. And you would not believe the level of service we got at this hotel. Oh, good, was it? So we had this like you know room, and it was through a bookcase. Oh, I'd love that. I want that in my house. Right, through a bookcase. And you when you go somewhere and you real it makes you realise that the level of customer service you normally get is atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where people are speaking to you really nicely. Yeah. Like we go in, I'm like, excuse me, is this number thirty nine? And he goes, Well, it's number thirty five two thirty nine. Is that what you're after? And I'm like, could be. Is this for the ticket? He goes, Yes. It's not ready yet, but take a seat there, we'll get you a drink. Yeah, let me yeah. Ta- let me take you back. I'll, like you know all yeah, this yeah, stuff, and yeah. you're like, oh my god. I go, cleans the bathroom. He goes, I'll take you to it. Leads me to the bathroom, <laughs> through this beautiful, yeah, into this water closet. He leaves me in there. He don't come in. Oh, that's good. That's nice. It's amazing. And then yeah. free drinks, canapé. All the that's... TikTok stars were there. Me. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any other ones. It's mad that, isn't it? Then All the get... Scottish ones. I don't even know. Like there's some Scottish ones. Like Stephen Buchanan. Who the hell is Stephen Buchanan? Do you know Neil Buchanan? Yeah. Nothing to do with him. So get that out your head. <laughs> uh, I still want to do that heart attack sketch where I'm making a video with salt. <sighs> I just look mental. You know, like doing them big heart attacks. Mm. I like, imagine. Stumbling upon Neil Buchanan with a big thing of salt in a field. Is well, that... don't worry about that because that's in my stand-up set now. Is it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. Don't surprise me. <laughs> what are you doing, Neil? The helicopters are filming it. Just let him believe that the helicopters are filming Just it. Just let him believe the helicopters are filming it. <laughs> I'm making a big cow with salt. Come on, Neil. Come on. Did somebody say quick cash? No. Did somebody say just eat? (laughs) (laughs) 
So, you got any more news for me? Yeah, loads. Go on. I think I've lost a bit of weight with all the walking I've been doing. Have you? I have, but I'm wearing an undersized shirt. Undersized? Well, I don't think undersized is a style. <laughs> I've heard of oversized. Slim fit, then we go. I'm wearing undersized clothes. They're not your clothes. <laughs> I stole these from a little boy. He's staying at an Airbnb, and... He's staying at Airbnb and he just went in. He just started getting dressed, but this—he's <laughs> just gone into a wardrobe that doesn't belong to him. Oh, I am. Here we go. This is my snooker shirt. I had something funny that I had something funny that happened to me the other day. Oh, here we go. Someone came up to me in the street. Yeah. And they went, "Oh, you're that guy." Yeah. And I'm like, "What guy?" And they go, "You're the guy online. He's always going, 'I'm a little boy. I'm a little boy.'" I go, "No, no, that's not me." Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "No, it is you. It is you." I go, "How do you mean?" He goes. What do I say? And he goes, you've got this, I'm a little boy. And I'm like, yep, that's oh, me. Yeah. He's right. Oh, you are right. That is me. <laughs> uh, you got me there. You've got me there. He's right. Yeah. Well, what else have I done? Yeah. Room's been sweaty. I'll tell you this as well. <sighs> I accidentally chastised an audience member who did not heckle me. Someone heckled me. Yeah. And I went to town on a, on a boy who didn't. Yeah. <laughs> so someone came in late, girl, and she goes, "Can I get, can I refund my ticket for a different show?" Mm-hmm. No, she goes, "Can I get an exchange?" Right. And as a joke, I say, "For a different comedian, no, for a different show, for a different time, yeah, different day or a different comedian." Yeah. As everyone laughs, someone in the audience goes, "I want a different comedian." Yeah. Like that, I go, "Who is that?" Everyone goes, "Ooh." Yeah. I think it's this boy on the front row. Goes, "That were you?" And he goes, "No." Like that, he's got like a mop Justin Bieber hair. Yeah. And he's wearing a necklace that's got like a shark tooth on it. Oh, I like that. So in my head, I was like, it's him. Yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't. I look at him, I go, you heckle me. You're not in any state to be heckling anyone. Look at you. You're a little weirdo. <laughs> and he goes, and he's just like taking it. And then someone goes, it wasn't him. I go, it wasn't. And I go, and it was this little boy. Not a little boy, like a 17 yeah. year old. And then so I scolded him. Apologised to the other lad, shook his hand, and everything was well. There we go. Yeah, very good. Takes a decent man to admit he was wrong. Does, doesn't it? Yeah. I suppose I am a decent man, aren't I? Yeah, very decent. Ah. Now, Tom. Yeah? Are you ready? Are you prepared for a Chapter 24 rundown? Yeah, go on then. Chapter 24, Occlumency. Mm. Serious Black is getting sad because Christmas is over and he's got the mind of a child. He's all depressed because everyone's going to be going back to school. Mm. Just before he, Harry goes back to school, he gets visited by Professor Snape, who says, I'm going to teach you Occlumency. And he's like, right, what's that? Turns out that occlumency is the art of protecting your mind from external influence, right? Harry's mind is connected with bumblebees, and it, not bumblebee, <laughs> Voldemort, and he has got what? to. <laughs> and he's got to stop Voldemort from getting in there, right? They do some lessons, and it's a bit frosty between Snape and Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't like each other. It's a bit difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it, really. Occlumency. Occlumency. Yeah. What did you think of that? Oh, as soon as Occlumency came up, I said to myself, oh, no, not Occlumency. Yeah, you don't like that. Because I remember Occlumency from reading it the first time. And from the films, and do you know what it made me remember? What? It's not very enjoyable. Oh, what, because boring? I don't think Harry ever gets his hand on it, does he? Well, isn't, I don't think this happens in this chapter, but doesn't he get into Snape's mind at one point? Yeah, and he sees uh, his mum being snogged by him. Oof. That's in your mind, is it, Snape? Yes. Yes. How do you do, Snape? Mm, I'm, I'm mm. going through mm. the nose, but also Mr. down Potter. The... Is that, that's probably better than that's what I normally very do. Good. Mr. Potter. Mr. Mr. Potter. Potter. It's like in the throat and the nose at the same there time. There will be no foolish wand waving, waving and silly incantations in this class. You'll I can teach seen. you how to bewitch the mind and ensnare the senses 
I can tell you how to bottle fame, brew glory, and even put a stopper in death. Although there may be some of you in this class <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with powers so formidable that you may not pay attention, Mr. Potter. Uh? <laughs> Our new... Wasn't that fantastic? That's the first time I've ever said that. Yeah, and I hope it's not the last, because that was brilliant. I've heard you say that Yeah, a thousand times. Yeah, yeah. Haven't I? Do you think we've done it a thousand times? No, we've not done the show a thousand times. I reckon we've done it a few hundred. Mm. Maybe 300 times, something like that. No, no. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. Mm, mm, I love you. I'm from Wet Poopy. You are not from Wet Poopy. I'm from Pinch Granny. You are not from Pinch Granny. I am. You're not. Do you like that, listeners? Yeah. Oculomancy. Yeah. Oculomancy. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody love it. Yeah. You read this chapter? Yeah. Just got my notes there. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, so... Serious, right? He's looking more and more sad, right? Man's depressed, in my opinion. But their attitude to him is just like he's a grumpy git. But he's depressed. He is. Well, he's been trapped in the house, hasn't he, for uh, I know. Six I know months. all the years in Azkaban must have affected his mental health. And they're like, oh, Sirius is getting grumpy again. Man's got mental health problems. And he's isolated on his own in a horrible house that reminds him of his horrible family. Yeah. Well, if I was serious, I would climb into a hot air balloon. Or I'd just get a camper or something. Yeah, come on. Why you get a camper and drive around the country? Yeah. Accio camper. Yeah. Drive it in the state of a dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs to get, like, the sooty mobile. And just drive around in that. You need to get the sooty mobile. <laughs> Yeah, that'd he, be good. He needs to get Brum. Yes. Brum's a self-driving car. Yeah, he can just go to sleep. Do you reckon that's where um, Elon Musk got the idea? Self-driving cars, Brum. Yeah. Yeah. I think he must have done. He mm. must have been sat watching Brum and he thought, hey, I can do that with Tesla. Does Tesla have self-driving cars? I don't know. Probably. By the time this is released, they will have done. Okay. <laughs> this afternoon. We're firing. Harry doesn't want to go back to Hogwarts. He wants no. to stay with Sirius and bond with him a bit more. Really? Like, I wouldn't want to hang around with him. He's a nightmare this year. Mm. I feel like he's a completely different person. Mm. He's not nice to be around. Not he's, nice? He's a Debbie Downer. Yep. And I'd rather be in Hogwarts than sticking around with him. Mm. I had a pot noodle for breakfast. Did you? What mm. flavour, if you don't mind me asking? Guess. I'm going to go with um, Sticky Rib Barbecue. Bombay Bad Boy. Oh, I know you like that one as well. I should have guessed that. Bombay Bad Boy. It always reminds me of Lewis Shaw, because Lewis Shaw came to my house once. Yeah. And... Sometimes people, when people are guests, they don't want to impose. He came to my house in Blackpool where I live with my parents. And he brought with him a Bombay bad boy. Instead of having, having any breakfast we had in the house, yeah. he made a Bombay bad boy for breakfast. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. What did your parents think to that? Found it amusing. Yeah, very. I would as well. Do you know the other two funny things he did? Yeah. Um. Uh, my mum asked him how he slept, and he slept in my bed with me. And I didn't have any curtains at the time, so I, I don't know why. Just yeah. didn't have any curtains, so I'd just go to sleep and then wake up at some point. Yeah. And Lewis said to my mum, uh, oh, didn't sleep that well. He goes, well, Tom didn't have any curtains, so I had to put my underpants over my head. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. 
Because it makes... Well, there's only one thing for it. Because it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. If you're in bed, <laughs> if you're in bed and the, the light is annoying you, you're like, how can... Yeah. I've not got anything. I've got the duvet over me. Yeah. I won't be able to breathe if I put that over me. <laughs> Underpants are coming off <laughs> over the head. Makes perfect sense, doesn't it? Yeah, very good. Very ingenious. Another time, we yeah. got we got to Harvester. Yeah. I might have told this recently, but uh, we got to Harvester with my family and Lewis. For some reason... It's like a meal, yeah. Uh, ten pound meal. You yeah. get a burger, ice cream, drink, all ten pound, or yeah. nine 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 nine. Instead, my mum would normally pay for whatever guest I had, but she didn't that time. Lewis gives my mum a tenner for his meal. He goes, "Oh, here's the tenner for my meal." Mum goes, "Oh, thank you," and she pays the rest of my card. Yeah. And then Lewis goes, "Judith, where's my one p?" <laughs> <laughs> Is she laughing? Yeah. yeah. One in one P. <laughs> Where's my change? Where's my one P? That's very Isn't one funny. P funny? Yeah, one can P. I, can I borrow one P? Yeah, all right. You can have one P. Can I have one P? Yeah. Don't put one P in the bucket. You get like... Um, people begging do more specific amounts now, don't they? Because they say things like, oh, I've j- it, I just need 13P more for a cup of tea or something. Yeah. You're all right, it's 13p more. And then they go off and ask somebody else for more. You know? I just need 12 quid and I can get a flashlight. Yep. All right, all there's right. your 12 quid. <laughs> I go over to someone else. I just need 8 quid to get some lube to go with that. All right, there's your 8 quid. quid. 4 quid postage and packaging. Oh, is that free delivery? Should be. I wanted it express. All right. All right, yeah, 4 <laughs> quid. <laughs> <Good to laughs> <hear>. <laughs> Horny beggar. Hey! Horny beggar. Hey! Potter, Potter vision. I wonder if we do that as a sketch. I think so. Horny beggar. I am, mate. I just need four. <laughs> God, that sketch was just ready made, wasn't it? <laughs> it's there. <laughs> so Snape visits Harry at Grimmauld Place, right? Serious again, it's so childish. He refuses to leave. Mm. So Snape is like, mm, I would like to have a private conversation with Mr. Potter. And Sirius goes, I'm his godfather. I'll make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> you say hello to my little friend. Harry yeah. Potter. <laughs> Harry <laughs> Potter. <laughs> say hello to my little friend. Harry Potter. But like, godfather isn't like... That's different to, like, mother or father. It's like saying, right, can, do you mind if I have a private word with Harry? I'm his auntie. So what if you're his auntie? Mm. Want a private conversation here? Try to have a private conversation here. <laughs> and then they get, like, Snape is really funny, I think, in this scene. He winds up Sirius so easily. Sirius ends up pulling out a wand on him. Excuse me. I was taking the piss out of you. You've popped a gun out. <laughs> Kill me, are you? Kill me now, are you? Yeah, what's he going to do? Is that what he's saying? Tell me, how's Lucius Malfoy? You. I don't know him that well. We're just both bad. I don't mean we know each other. The Dark Lord knows when most people are lying. Most people know when most people are lying. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. No, sis. Ask some questions and I'll know whether you're lying or not. Go on then. Is that a uh, oversized t-shirt? Yeah. Was I lying? Yep. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Go on, ask me something else. You had a crunchy today? Nope. Mm. He's telling the truth, I would know. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't believe they come to blows. Because uh, it's just weird. But then he goes, um, there was a bit of Defense a... against external, what is it? Yeah, I will teach you defence against external penetration. I beg your pardon, Snape. Excuse me. I'd like to get conf- I'd like to get confirmation. Dumbledore's asked you to do this. Yeah, <laughs> something in writing. Dumbledore, did you ask um, Snape to teach me against uh, external penetration? Yes, <laughs> I wanted to teach you myself, but. Uh, getting older now, aren't you? Yeah, we haven't done Dumbledore voice in years. He doesn't appear that much, We've does he? We've done Dumbledore. Well, this this is only Dumbledore from one and two. I this is it. Dumbledore from uh, Harry Potter. 
Did Hi, Potter. Do you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Do you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Potter. Come with me. We Half of that is Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. Just an Irish bloke. Harry Potter, know. Harry Potter. Oh, and this, of course. Trying to get someone motivated to do a long jump. Come on. <laughs> I think right, so serious turn up at was it Grim Old Place? Yeah. Could have been a text message this, couldn't it? Yeah. New lesson when you go back to Hogwarts, yeah. yeah. Send an owl. New lesson with Snape, signed by Dumbledore. Was it Christmas it's Christmas holidays, isn't it? Yeah. Christmas holidays. It's Grimby you're, Holes. You're Snape, you're in Blackburn wherever he lives. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Blackburn, sat in your house, like, make yourself a bit of Christmas dinner. I've got them little birds that some people get. Oh, You've seen yeah. cartoons where they're having Christmas dinner on their own, so they get a little bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cook the whole thing. Little bird, Dumbledore, appears in his house. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Severus. For two years, do you mind going to visit Harry Potter personally and telling him that he's got a new lesson in January? Because you have to do it, you have to teach him from external penetration. Because I don't want Harry to be externally penetrated. Can I send an owl? No. Can we just tell him at Hogwarts? No, you must go yourself. Why does he need to know now? Because he must... No, and prepare mentally. Ah, Vatacadabra. <laughs> Dumbledore dead now. Dumbledore dead now, though, didn't he? Exactly. Who is back from hospital but Arthur Weasley? He has not changed out of his hospital pyjamas. He's, he's come out, he's been discharged, and he's still wearing his... Stripey pyjamas. Have you never been that excited that you run out of the house in your pyjamas? Never. Christmas morning, you look in your back garden, you build a snowman, you yeah. go flying with him. Are you telling me, as a little Welsh boy, you never did that? Never. You never went walking in the air? I've never gone walking in the air. You're too busy inside having two Christmas dinners, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, sitting on the sofa with my second Grimbo dinner. Grimbo dinner. Hey. Funny that. Very That's funny. one of your parents' proudest stories. What, that I had a Christmas dinner twice? <laughs> yeah. They're proud of me. Not the maths degree. Not the comedy career. Two Christmas dinners. Because I've heard that from them twice. That's fantastic. Yeah, two Christmas dinners, that yeah. You've heard that from them as many times as I had Christmas dinners that day. Sirius Snape spat SSS. Ooh, what does that mean? What do you mean? I don't know. Does it mean anything? SSS? Well, Sirius and Snape spat. Sirius and Snape spat. Not at each other, but like you know, a little man to man, little spat, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did, don't they? Very childish, especially in front of a pupil and your own godson. Now Ron is <sighs> Ron is talking about Harry having to do these lessons, and he says, "I would rather have the nightmares." You'd rather have the nightmares where your dad was nearly murdered in them in real life. You'd rather that than have an extra lesson with Professor Snape. Is that how much you think of your daddy? Mm. Naughty boy. Don't let him hear you say that. So true. Yeah. Oh, I'd rather have those nightmares where my dad got eaten by a snake and have lessons with you, Snape. What's the scruffiest you've ever left the house? The scruffiest I've ever let today, I reckon. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? T-shirt, shorts, socks. Well, I'm always the same. They opened the door. I won't come for a basketball tryouts, have you? <laughs> they are a bit, aren't they? They're like American sports shorts, aren't they? But they're very comfy. I like them a lot. Mm. Mm. He likes them a lot. Yeah. I don't know what the scruffiest I've ever gone out as is. Well, I always wear t-shirt, trousers. How about you? T-shirt, trousers. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Stains all down me. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes you have people come to school and maybe they only had one school shirt mm. and they'd make that last the week. So by Friday, someone would be walking around with a school top on that's got, like, beans, sweat, shit. My mum would do that, like... Yeah. She'd give us, like, one... 
one uniform for the year. One pair of trousers, yeah. one shirt. Yeah. That's it, one jumper. Yeah. I think I always had two of everything, and then if something got a bit mucky, I'd swap it over and my mum would wash it what? very nicely. But also, I was wearing the same clothes when I'd get home. Like, it wasn't if it was changing into a different no, outfit. staying in them until you go to bed. <laughs> staying in the clothes <laughs> until I went to bed. One outfit for the year. Yeah. <laughs> like a cartoon character. <laughs> wearing it on the weekend. Yeah. No, that can't be Tom. He's wearing a blue shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's always wearing his school uniform. This this is interesting to me. What colour was your school uniform? It was the scruffiest school uniform in the world. Go on. Black trousers. Yeah. Navy blue polo shirt. Yeah. Uh, navy blue sweater jumper. Oh, we were black trousers, white polo shirt, and then like a forest green uh, sweater. But now For high school. For high school, yeah. But now I think they've got like a darker green, um, like a cardigan type thing as an option as well. Do your kids wear a uniform? No, they don't. They can wear what they like, but it has to have the badge sewn onto it. So they wear like, so you can buy school stuff or you can just like get a t-shirt with the school badge on it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in Germany in general, nobody wears school uniform in Germany. Yeah, like it's like uh, America. There must be a, what you want. There must be an academy or a private school somewhere that forces them. Oh yeah, I bet. Germany's so big. Germany is like population ninety million, don't they? It's population of Germany. <laughs> Very big. I don't know. I reckon there's a lot. Well, Germany is enormous. Population of Germany. What were your guess? 90 million? Yeah, that's my guess. Oh, not bad. 83 million. What's UK? I thought the UK was 77. We're big I thought it was 68. I thought we were 68 no, or 65. bigger than that, UK. What? UK. UK. Population. UK. Mm, mm. UK. 65, I Yes, reckon. I'm okay. What's the population of the UK? What is it? I wasn't looking. Hey, you were. Oh, we no, can't. I was looking at our phones for a moment. No. UK population is 67 million, which is very close to the population of France. Can you believe that? There are as many British people as French people. I dread to think that because I can't name a single French celebrity. Um, Marcel Bouton. Marcel Bouton. And I've made him up. And you've made him up. Um, Jack Francois. Jack Francois. Yeah. Jack France. Pierre Le Pont. Yeah. Uh, is that someone? Pierre Dupont. Gerard Depardieu. He's uh, a he's G- French, isn't he? Ballpoint pen. Ballpoint pen. <laughs> yeah. Ballpoint pen. Any yeah. francophiles listening? You dirty. Is that the is that the word for them? <laughs> What's that, a francophile? Is that someone who likes France? I don't know. I thought file meant you had nooky with them. Is that someone who has nooky with French people? No, file just means lover. Oh, right. So like, cinephile. You're like, what's that for? Film. Oh, film. Um, necrophile. Well. What? <laughs> um, pedophile. Yeah. Um, Jockophile. Yeah. <laughs> um, document file. I'm from Chocophile. No. Oh, I just realised how close is that to PDF file. PDF file. Yeah. If you said that really quickly, it sounded bad, wouldn't it? Well, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it then. <sighs> anyway. They're going back to school on the night bus. Oh, yeah. Ron has always wanted to go on the night bus. Yeah, I would not want my kids on that, would you? No. Is that the best they've got? They can't pork key them there or poo powder them to Hogsmeade or something. Come on. Come on. We had such a cute old Welshman in the other day who played um, Molly Weasley, I think. Brilliant, loved him. And we went, um, oh, Molly, we've got to travel by flu powder. Do you want to explain how that works? And he goes, well, it's very easy. You uh, you say the name of the place, throw the powder down, and there you go. 
And he was very sweet and explained it very well. I loved him. And the other one, I don't know if he was Italian, this guy, but we were like, how does flu powder work? And he goes, well, you'll, you'll put the powder through your nose and then you'll say the name of the place. Like, you do not put the powder through your nose. And we had another guy yesterday. Yeah. Like, How does flu powder work? And he goes, because it's dangerous. Because it's dangerous. Yeah, it works because it's dangerous. What? Don't leave him alone. Yeah. I would not want to go on the night bus. It sounds awful. It sounds like the worst people in the wizarding world <laughs> go there. As well. Thank you. The worst people in the wizarding world go on the night bus. Oh, yeah. Name some. Um, Stan Shunt Pipe. Stan Shunt Pipe. Yeah, Stan Shunt Pipe. Yeah. Eddie uh, Ed, um, Ernie McMillan. Eddie Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Well, that's who plays uh, Newt Scamander. Yeah, Newt Scamander. Yeah, yeah. This seems a bit dodgy, doesn't it? And uh, Lupin and Tonks are escorting them. Do none of these wizards have jobs? What do they do? Do they just work for the ministry? I don't know what. <laughs> why they've got so much spare time. Around, you couldn't get me to do anything around Christmas. My mum's motto about me yeah. is when they need a favour doing, the, my mum says, Tom can, but he won't. <laughs> That's funny. Well, at least they know where they stand. Tom can, but he, but he won't. won't. Yeah. yeah. Get me around Christmas. Oh, we escort Harry Potter to back to Hogwarts. No. No. It's so funny, isn't it? Do you want to go visit Arthur Weasley in hospital? No, I think he'll get better whether I'm there or not. I don't think I'll have any influence on that. (laughs) No thought as to it might be nice him having a visitor. (laughs) Look, you're not there to heal him. Um, You're just there to visit him, to say hello. Want me to do some Reiki on you, do you, Arthur? Uh, uh, uh. Don't grab him there! Don't give him Reiki on the dicky! You're smutty, you are. Hey, you mimed it. Right, well, yeah. Now, oh, what's this? Another phone? Drug dealer, are you? Let's go through your text messages. <laughs> Hello? Hey, that's a good bit of fun. Do you know what? Yesterday at the Murder Inc. show, I was... Um, Calculadora. Ca- Spanish for calculator. Lovely. Cabrivianes. Uh, calculator in Welsh. Or Tash... Do you know what? This is... Um, in German, it's Taschenrechner, yeah. which means... Uh, Computer for your pocket. Good. Yeah. Um, so, yesterday I was casting Murdering. Someone shouted out the suggestion of geek. I was a geek. What made them think of that? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> in the interval I went to get that calculator. Yeah. Pulled it out in a scene. Got an amazing reaction. Mm. They couldn't believe that I'd managed to get my hand on a calculator within the timing of the show. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, look, look, my uh, calculator here. Would you have been able to get any other prop? Nope. Nope. That's just what I carry. Yeah. I heard, think I heard someone say Potter Vision merchandise. Look at all these key rings oh, I've got. Yeah. <laughs> Did somebody say black shoes? <laughs> I've got some of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, Cho wants to meet Harry for Valentine's Day. Harry, I'd Hog- like to meet you for Valentine's Day in Hogsmeade. I'd like to meet you. I'm from Hogsmeade. You are not from Hogsmeade. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I am. You're not. Harry, would you like to go to Valentine's Day in, in Hogsmeade? Is this a good impression? I feel like we're spot on with this, but no one's ever congratulated <laughs> us on it. Yeah, where's the congratulations? Yeah. Come on, send us a message. Where's the reparations? Harry is not... Clocking on to Cho's hints, right? Howdy! Howdy! It's uh, Valentine's Day soon, and we're going to Hogsmeade. Um, would anybody like to come with me? I'm only talking to you. And he's like, uh, I don't know. And then he only realises at the end, and he's like, all right, you're going to Hogsmeade with me. Mm. Like, oh, that's great, Harry. I'm so glad you finally found out, you stupid bastard. What I was trying to see. Yeah, ignorant. But that's what it is to be a young man. God, the amount of times someone's probably chatted me up and I've had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Excuse me, sir, I'd like to hug and kiss you. What do you mean by that? 
What are you talking about? He's so cryptic. Here's something everyone will want to see. This apartment I'm staying in has got yeah. its own mirror of <gasps> Erised. It's fantastic. Look at that. Look at that. And it is a magic mirror because it makes you look thinner than you are. It is very Doesn't flattering. It just... I look like Ryan Gosling as Ken. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah? I'm less Ryan Gosling, more Ryan Goose. I'm a bit bigger than I'm Ryan Gosling. I've got this great... This is keep me entertained. I've got this uh, this podcasting kit now. That yeah. I can go all over the room with it. <laughs> That's a good bit of fun, isn't it? I've got my mirror there, I said. I've yeah. got my mate over there. Yeah, you can slip you around on the lino. We can go anywhere in this lovely... Oh, that's fun. Can and I that... travel as well? Yeah, come on, you come over as well. I'll come over as well. How's oh, it this look... is exciting. How's it looking on the camera? It's looking lovely. Make sure you've got enough lead. Yeah, I've got enough lead, yeah. yeah. God, this is good. We're we the Potter Vision boys, and this is the Mirror of Erised. Hello, Mirror of Erised. Let's have a height comparison. Right. I think we're roughly the same. Yeah. Let's look in the mirror. Let's look in the mirror. Hey, it turns out my greatest desire is uh, comparing my height to you. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. I feel like we're on the on the scene reporters vying uh, for the same job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I'm reporting from South Carolina. No, I'm reporting from South Africa. Well. You, you fucking prawn. You fucking prawn. But let me tell you this. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. nice to be stood up, isn't it? It is. And it gives you a bit more energy to discuss the podcast. Yeah? yeah. Oh. Speaking Ooh. of Africa, have you heard about that bloke who's running the entire length of Africa? He sounds brilliant. I can't remember his name. It was Appar called Russ something. Apparently he's not running in a straight line. He's running around the coast. Yeah, he is. And he's done over 100 days and he's already been robbed and last week, or like a few days ago... Why have you got to bring that up? Some people took him into a forest and nearly killed him. And he got lost from the rest of the team. Is he still doing his running? He's still doing his running. Uh, <laughs> running away. But yeah, I think he's in the Democratic Republic of Congo at the moment. That's funny. Bloke running through a country and people go, Bloke running through our country, is he? Let's kill him. Let's kill him. That bloke running. Yeah, he only had a biscuit with him, so they didn't rob him. Mm. That's why the Pottervision boys always carry one biscuit. Yeah, we always carry one biscuit and we never run. And we always buy people a golden custard cream as a thank you present, yeah. don't we? Yeah, what's that from? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, your sponsored ad or something. No, yeah, so yeah. I was eating custard creams. Yeah. I was eating custard creams and... Um, I was eating custard creams. Yeah. Yum. And um I was eating custard creams and I finished to say that again. Yeah. What were you eating, sorry? Custard creams. And then yeah. I kept getting sponsored ads for them. <laughs> Saying <laughs> No, a sponsored ad for a golden custard cream as a necklace. And me and Lucas were joking saying we were gonna Give buy golden custard cream necklaces for our flyers. You've done so great this year. We yeah. wanted to get you a golden custard cream. <laughs> there you go. All right, thank you. Now come here. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on them like the end of Star Wars. <laughs> You've done so bloody good. Yeah, I think you're brilliant. Thank you. There you go. I do like we've got lovely flyers this year, haven't we? Mm. Every one of them a gem. Everyone is a J-E-M. Mm. Gem. Now, Harry goes to have his Occlumency lesson, right? And he goes into Snape's office and he sees a pensive, right? And he thinks to himself, what on earth is Snape doing with Dumbledore's pensive? Right? There could have been more than one produced. Why in the wizarding world is there only ever one of everything? Oh, he's got Dumbledore's pensive. Everyone's got a bloody pensive. Maybe they, like, rolled them out, mass-produced. Mass Why does there only have to be one pensive in the world? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Why does he assume it's Dumbledore's, rather than think, oh, maybe Snape's got a pensive as well? Mm. 
No, people come to strange conclusions, don't they? Yeah. My, the mind races. You think, oh, Dumbledore's got one, has he? That must be the only one. Yeah. Because I do mad stuff like that. You're like, what? Well, I don't know. I had a parcel get delivered, and uh, it wasn't here. And so I had to go looking for it. I was like, hmm. Yeah. So I jumped to the conclusion that it was in a neighbour's parcel box. So I went around putting my hands in different people's parcel boxes. Yeah. And would you know I was right? Hey. Sometimes you think things, maybe this is the only pensive in existence. Yeah. Yeah. And Harry's ignorance just baffles me. Like, Snape has to explain to him what legilimency is. It's like, Harry, you've been in the wisdom world for five years and you've never heard of mind reading. No one's ever mentioned that. Oh, so what, what magic is there? Well, there's charms, curses, nothing else. No. Mind reading? Well, I don't want to hear about that. No. It's legilimency, yeah? yeah? To read somebody's mind. I'm going to attempt to read your mind now. Go on. Okay. I want you to pick a colour of the rainbow. Yep. Okay. And then <laughs> I want you to pick a 2D shape. Right. Am I right in thinking that it is a yellow square? No, it's a pink square. For fuck's sake. Well, that's close. Pink isn't even in the rainbow. <laughs> well, what, what, what am I going to do with that? <laughs> is the audition void now? He picked a colour that wasn't in the rainbow. <laughs> this is you doing a, like, a uh, job interview to be a teacher. <laughs> Imagine that you got like because they do that in England, yeah, don't they? Yeah. They let a teacher teach half a class, and that's their yeah. that's their interview in a way. Yeah. <laughs> Kid puts his hand up. That's a daft question. Hey, that's not coming. I'm not getting marked down for that thick cunt, am I? <laughs> oh. oh, you're gonna get marked down for calling him a cunt. Yeah. See you in the yard. Yeah, that's a sketch. Do that. Well, that's how they interviewed me for the job I've got in Germany. They made me do a lesson. Yeah. yeah, and I was so bloody fantastic. They gave me the job because I taught the kids everything that they needed to know for that forty-five minutes. <laughs> think, think of a colour of the rainbow. Go on, son. Pink. That's not in the rainbow. You're not going to mark me down for that, yeah? No. Nope. <laughs> Why would we? Um, think another one. Um, metallic blue. Okay. All right. Can he can he be sent out for the rest of the lesson? <laughs> What's he done? Excuse me, he's got a he's got learning adjustments. Never mind. Well, do you know what? I'd like to adjust him. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry's having his lessons, right? Occlumency with Snape, right? Snape is giving him heaps and heaps of information, and Harry's just impatient with it. He's greedy for facts. So Snape explains, right, that the curse made Harry vulnerable to legilimency when he nearly died as a little baby. And the Dark Lord is only now aware of the connection between Harry and himself. Yeah. That is a massive revelation and piece of information. And Harry's like, I want more. Tell me more, more, more. Yeah. Never tell me anything. Look, Snape is like your worst enemy and mm. he's telling you these secrets. Be a bit nicer to him. I know. It just goes to show that Snape is a goodie. Yeah. And this is all the evidence you need, even if you've never read it before. Yeah. Sorry if you're just going through the books, listening to this along as a companion, but Snape's a goodie. Yeah. And he's never going to betray anyone. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> yeah. I really wish this showed... Because I don't think it shows in the film that he keeps falling off his chair, does it? No. And I wish it did, because I'd love to see that. Oh, 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 oh! And he's like, at the end, he's like, oh, that was awful, I'm never doing that again. Look, one lesson, you've been introduced to legilimency, you've understood legilimency, you've experienced it, and yeah. you've also resisted it. Yeah. That's your first lesson. What are you, like, what's he doing on his first piano lesson expected to play Moonlight Sonata? The thing is, Harry Potter is the leader of Dumbledore's army. Yeah. And he expects and wants to 
take to things naturally. Yeah. Just like how we learnt, you know, to fly a broom. Yeah. yeah. You know, how we became the captain of the Quidditch team. How we became, you know, best boy. How we became, yeah. um, I don't know, prefect. I know he's not done these things. I'm yeah. Being silly. You get the idea. But like, uh, he wants to be able to take it and run with it. So hopefully he can teach the other people in the DA it, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, that's not the case. It took him a while to learn how to do a Patronus. Yeah. Well, compared to most people, it didn't take a while because no. most people can't summon a Patronus, yeah. a fully formed one, at the age of, the supple age of 15. Yeah. Well, it's just like impatient. Like, you're learning a new skill here. You can't be expected to be able to, like, juggle seven flaming clubs. It's funny, though, with his reaction to, like, Snape, because it gets to a point where. There's people you hate initially, and guess the point where you just come around to just get on with them. Yeah. And you're like, all right, let's have a mess about then. How are you doing? You know, do you try and find things that you can yeah, get, yeah. Up, get along with them with? He just doesn't. Especially when you know you're going to have to put up with that person like for seven years at Hogwarts. Mm. Make an effort, for God's sake. Because he's never made an effort with Snape. Snape, Snape. Snape, I like you. I love you. Say that. Mm. Snape, I love you. Ooh. Do a little dance like that. Mm, mm, I love you. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh Snape likes that. <laughs> <laughs> so later on, they're in the common room, and he's updating Ron and Hermione, right? And it all clicks together. The corridor that Harry has been seeing in his dreams, the corridor that Arthur Weasley was attacked in, was the Department of Mysteries, the corridor that is deep beneath the Ministry of Magic, right? And Hermione says, oh, well, the people who work in there are called unspeakables. Right, who's applying for a job called that? Right, uh, well, thanks again for coming to the job centre. Based on your criteria, we don't have a lot of things coming up on our system, but uh, would you like to be an unspeakable? No. Are you sure? You'll be doing unspeakable things. Sounds dodgy. I don't want to have to tell uh, potential partners that. Uh, it will be for the government. Mm, even more so. BBC's part of the government, and they've got a lot of unspeakable people who work for them. <laughs> That's true. There you go. That's my opinion. All right, then. Well, see you next week, <laughs> and bring evidence that you've been Googling for jobs. <laughs> Goodbye. That was the sketch called Man Without a Job <laughs> Refuses to be an unspeakable. We've done a few sketches today. We've done a Cheeky Beggar. No, Horny Beggar. Oh, yeah, Horny Beggar. <laughs> Mr. Unspeakable. Um, Harry Dancing for Snape. And uh, the Mirror of Very Said scene from before. I was enjoying standing up. <laughs> it's been a feast for you listeners, and we hope that you're nearly full up. Right. How many, how many how bloody many oh, yeah. godfathers sulking in an attic are you going to give this chapter out of five? I am going to give this chapter um, I actually quite like this chapter I'm glad that they're back at school I enjoy the fact that Harry is getting one-on-one personal lessons about occlumency with Professor Snape. Professor Snape, teach me. Very good. I'm going to give this four Godfather's Blood Christmas out of five. Right. For me, I thought this chapter was fantastic. Yeah. All these features, occlumency, Snape and Sirius coming face to face, the night bus, Arthur Weasley in his lingerie pyjamas, sorry. I can give this chapter no less than five Godfathers out of five. Fantastic. You don't have a quiz, do you? I'll give you a quiz. Go on then. How tall am I? You are six foot on the nose. What do I weigh? You weigh in what stones or kilograms? kilograms? In kilograms, I reckon you weigh 81 kilograms. Ugh, I wish. Um, <laughs> uh, what size shoe am I? I reckon you are a 10. No, I'm an 11. Okay. Um, what colour my eyes? Oh, shit. Blue? Eh, bluish. Yeah. Uh, what race am I? 
You are white British. Pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad, is it? That was, was quiz. That? Three out of seven? <laughs> Something like that? I think it's three out of five. Lovely. Now, are you ready for Hedwig's droppings? Yeah. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you send in when we allude to Hedwig's droppings. What's in a beak this week? Well, this week we've had a couple of lovely emails. The first one of which is from Lee Hasdell. And Lee Hasdell says... Hi, Tom and Lucas. I can't believe this is what has actually triggered me to write in after binging your entire back catalogue of podcasts, but the air fryer chat on last week's episode got me excited. If there's anything that I would really recommend trying in the air fryer, it's definitely corn on the cob. Leave it in for 10 minutes at 200 and then sprinkle with salt. Also, halloumi is the next level. I love the podcast and I'm bringing my girlfriend and three other friends to both the Pottervision Fringe show and to Tom's stand-up show in Edinburgh. Keep up the great work and thank you for all the laughs. Yeah, you're not doing all of them, will you? Anyway, thanks, Lee Hasdell. Tom's just seen uh, the list of 11 patrons that he uh, <laughs> didn't want to do all the stories for. Now, we've also had another email from Stephen. And Stephen says, my wife is a massive fan of the podcast. She's also a Patreon member and she's called Emma. Not sure if she's used a maiden name. Oh, oh. lovely. I can only imagine if she's uh, she's listened to your entire catalogue about 500 times, 5,000 times. Wow. Every time I walk into her office, you're on in the background. We have it on in the car while we clean the house. We fall asleep to your sweet, sweet voices. Oh, that's lovely. It's literally constant Pottervision ever since we saw you in Liverpool last year. And big happy birthday to my wife. It was on July the 22nd. Happy birthday to Emma. Hey. Hey. Happy birthday, hey. Emma. Lovely. Now, thank you very much for that uh, email. Stephen, how many of these would you like to do, Tom? We're going to have to do none. I've not got the energy. I need to get edit this podcast and put it out because we've got people angry at us. Oh. Yeah, so if you are one of our new patrons in the past few weeks... The kisses can wait. Yeah, please bear with us. They will be coming. But yeah, this has been the Pottervision Podcast. Thank you so, so much for listening. We're here at the Edinburgh Fringe for another two or three weeks. So yeah, if you still want to come and see us, please do. Mm. Uh, we're also on Patreon. We're building a little community up there. I think we've got over 80 patrons now. So, yeah, thank you so much to everyone who supports us. If you want to go on it, access uh, all sorts of stuff, extra episodes, videos. Mm. Um, tour diaries. Tour diaries, merchandise, access we've done, to the Discord. We've done podcasts of four of the films. Yeah. Like we've watched the films and chatted about them at length, and most of them are two parts, so that's eight podcasts about the films. Yeah, the last one we did four parts for uh, did we Goblet of Fire. Fire. Yeah. So long. Real yeah. chunky. Oh, it's chunky, monkey. Real chunky. So yeah, please join us on that. Next week, we are on episode 120, episode 25 of book five, The Beetle at Bay. You have been Tom Lawrenson. And you have been sorted into Hufflepuff, Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. I'm going to clap now. Sinks it up. Motivation. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. If you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.